Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Paul Hahn, and I'll be your host for today. Happy September! It's the beginning of a brand new month, which means a new theme. And this month, Murray will be taking us through The Secret of Inspiration, in which we will see the way that God inspires and equips us for our calling. Today, we'll be looking at the reading from September 1st called, One Thing Needed. The verse of the day is from Isaiah forty-eight sixteen, which says, From the first announcement, I have not spoken in secret. At the time it happens, I am there. And now the Sovereign Lord has sent me with His Spirit. I love that this passage has an exchange, an interplay between man and God. There's a holy exchange that we see because the God of the universe, the all-knowing, all-powerful, omnipresent, everlasting God speaks and he speaks to man. He says that not only does he speak, but it's not in secret. It's not meant to be mysterious. He's not withholding from us. He's not leaving it up to interpretation, but he speaks and he speaks with clarity and openness and he speaks with the intention of revelation. Moreover, God says that when he speaks, he is there. He is present. He is not a distant God, and he is not just a voice that comes from a cloud or is shouting at you removed from your experience, but he is a God who speaks in the context of presence. He is there in the midst of the things that he says. And we know that when our God speaks, things happen. The one who spoke the world into existence, the one who can speak breath and life into our lungs with a word, now speaks something else into action. He speaks us into action. He is sending us. And we don't go alone, but we go with his spirit, the Holy Spirit. I love this scripture because it is an example of how God calls people into action and he also equips those whom he calls by empowering them with the power, presence, and guidance of his Holy Spirit. In the reading today, Murray reminds us that the one thing needed in the life of the Christian is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one with the power to bring us back into life. We who were once caught in sin and death, in the darkness of sin and the sting of death, are regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives when we say yes to Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one that seals us, marks us, and allows us to be justified before God, receiving the righteousness of Jesus, being restored from our fallen sinful nature, and being converted back to the divine nature in which we were originally created. Murray goes as far as to say that our outward appearances, any changes in behavior, and even the things that we do at church are actually all meaningless, and worse, dead, if it is not because of the Holy Spirit breathing and living and making that work out in our lives. Wow, that is a serious reminder for us and a great warning for us to check the indicator lights of our walk with Jesus. Going through the motions of you know, practicing spiritual disciplines, coming to church, serving, even being in scripture can all be meaningless, hopeless, and dead 
if it is by our human actions and not by the Holy Spirit breathing, living, and working it out in our lives. God's desire for us is that we would grow to fully depend on and obey His Spirit. And this is because God knows. He knows that our lives cannot be transformed just by our own merits or by our own willpower, but it is by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, producing love and affection for God and a willingness and desire to obey. So it will not be by our own strength or even bending our own will, but out of a loving dependence on the Holy Spirit that produces a true heart change, the heart change that is needed for the Lord to bear fruit in our lives. Murray says that just like no one can call Jesus Lord except through the Holy Spirit, it is equally true that no one can become like Christ in nature, power, or goodness unless he is led and governed by the Holy Spirit. You see, we can't conform to the image of Christ in our behavior, in our ministry, in our character, unless we depend on the Holy Spirit. This week, our staff had the blessing to spend time with Pastor Tim Keller. Our church's annual reading last year was actually by Dr. Keller, and so he's impacted our church in addition to being so influential and impactful in so many of the lives of our staff. And so it was an honor to hear from him and learn from his wisdom. And there were so many golden nuggets of wisdom. But one of the things that stood out to me was that he touched on the importance of the centrality, the primacy of the gospel throughout the life of the Christian. And by extension, I believe it applies to the centrality of the continued work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the Christian. You see, many of us, many Christians, can tend to view the gospel as maybe a story that we heard one time for our salvation. But it's actually so much more. It is the truth that we are needed to be reminded of daily. It is the new foundation on which we build everything, on which we live, on how we see the world, how we see ourselves, how we will set our values, determining what's important, everything. The ongoing work of the gospel and grace of Jesus in our lives is the process of sanctification. And just like the gospel should not just be for salvation, but to work out our sanctification throughout our lives, we need to be aware that receiving the Holy Spirit is not just a one-time thing when we said, I believe, but a daily dependence and reminder that he is supposed to be at work in our lives, transforming us more every day into the image of Christ. And this is so important because it's only when we hold tightly to the gospel, hold tightly to the belief that the Holy Spirit is not just an idea, but the powerful and living God who not only raised Jesus from the dead, conquering sin and death, which is the gospel message, but he is also the indwelling God who takes up residence in our lives, who literally is in us and at work in us, that we will get the proper view of sin. 
And it's when we hold tightly to the gospel and to dependence on the Holy Spirit that sin no longer becomes about breaking the laws of God, but about breaking the heart of God. And it's no longer about having willpower not to break a rule, but it becomes about desiring God and loving him more than we would love the sin. So the question today is, how do you view the gospel? Is it something that you heard once and then set aside? Or are you daily swept away and continuously overwhelmed in awe and wonder by the love of God, by his mercy, by his goodness, by his faithfulness? How do you view the Holy Spirit? Is he someone you know you received when you said, I believe, whenever that was? Or is he your ever-present friend, your guide, your confidant, your compass that you depend on daily? And as we all do a self-check, checking our dashboard lights, doing a quick introspective diagnostic of the condition of our hearts today, would you remind yourself of the beauty of the gospel? Would you remind yourself of the, the presence of the living God, the Holy Spirit, at work in your life? And if you're struggling to hold these truths with the same awe and reverence and childlike wonder that you once did, the beautiful thing about God's grace and the Spirit of God is that it is He who will regenerate our hearts. It is He who breathes life. It is He who helps us to believe. It is He and only He who can bring forth a true and divine love. So lean into Him today. Ask Him to meet you. The Holy Spirit is the one thing needed. Let's pray this prayer together today. Holy Spirit of God, thank you that through your power, I can become a child of God and a partaker of the divine nature. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, And we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.